This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson on demand. Rod, who's your favorite NFL player ever? The guy universally known as Troy. Aikman, in case you don't know. Troy is my boy. And he's ruined me for any other Dallas Cowboys quarterback since. Do we need to go down that road? There's been some good ones, but nobody like Troy. I don't like Tony Romo. I don't like Dak Prescott because I compare them all to Troy. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome to the uh, RP Show Hour 2, everybody. Proudly brought to you by... Original 16, Great Western Beers, Original 16, Hour 2, brought to you by. Here on the Game Plus Television Network, we are all across Canada, across all 10 provinces. Can we hear from Atlantic Canada? Wiki, wiki. Pretty quiet out there. I know there's been a lot of Western North America flavor and focus here today, but that's okay. As uh, we're about to bring in Moose, because i got to get some hearty cup talk here tomorrow. It's the Saskatchewan Huskies. Manitoba Bisons will meet for Western Canadian University football supremacy. Darren will be calling the game. One sec, Moose. It's a Flame Tech football Friday. We've got all kinds of reaction from across this nation. Steve McIntosh writes in from Hamilton, Ontario. He's watching on Game Plus TV, carried on Kojiko Cable out there. He says, Rod Mazzoli is the third best quarterback on the Ticats. Evans should be the number one quarterback. He was 4-1 and one before he got hurt, including beating Montreal. No, I get it. I get it. Dane Evans took you to the Grey Cup last year. I know. But I'm also going to put my eggs in the basket of Orlando Steinauer, who was the coach of the year last year. And I think he's got a pretty good idea. And is Tommy Condell not the offensive coordinator there still? Let's let the coaches do their jobs. We have from Jeff Caldwell in Oregon. He has sent us a photo from the Taco Time in Sandy, Oregon. And we have it. Clark's going to put it up here. There it is. It lives. The Taco Time in Sandy, Oregon. There you go. He goes, wouldn't have gone if not for the RP show. And Robin, watching in Prince Albert, says, longtime viewer, first time here on the text line. How epic would it be? If Taco Time had a breakfast menu. Spicy. Whoa, there's got to be more. Approved. Approved. Let's go. Right on. Right on. That's a Texas 10-4. Let's get a breakfast menu at Taco Time. Let's go. Sign Robin from the Gateway to the North. Brian Goldstrom writes in and he says, Is this the last CFL season before The Rock buys the Stampeders? That would explain the cheesy high-revenue movies that Dwayne Johnson's putting out. <laughs> That's from Brian in Withrow, Alberta. Listen, I don't know. I didn't think the CFL would play this year at all. You see on Three Down Nation coaches grumbling that there's coaches making $30,000 a year working 70 hours. I got my phone blown up today about players being denied bonuses. But it's like, oh, who cares? Man? They're playing. They're playing. That's all you want to know. 
It's turning into a sweatshop, but nobody cares because you get your Friday night football. Okay, let's bring in Moose from uh, the University of Saskatchewan, the Huskies Clubhouse, getting ready for the Hardy Cup. I wanted last hour, I wanted to ask you for a Hardy Cup preview. We have the opportunity here now in hour two. Moose, tell me about this game, Bisons, Huskies, and how excited <laughs> you are to call it. I'm really excited. Just one quick thought on your coaches thing. Yeah. Like you say, people just want to eat the hot dog. They don't want to know what's in it, right? So, anyways, the Hardy Cup, 84th Hardy Cup is Saturday. It's going to be awesome. It's the Bisons and the Huskies. Now, Saskatchewan's one of the top teams in the country. They are really good on both sides of the football. Um, they've got a great quarterback in Mason Nias. They've got a great running back, a group. I mean, Adam Mackard kind of leads that way, but the Joshi Winchina, they've got other guys there. Colton Klassen in the receiving core and Sam Baker and, you know, um, Daniel Perry and others. Their defense is really good. But Manitoba, rookie quarterback, okay, their starting quarterback went out uh, at the beginning of the year in week one. But this rookie, Jackson Tachinsky, has done an amazing job. He's a dual-sport athlete, basketball and football. But what Manitoba has, a rookie O-line that's played really well, good young running backs, but they have maybe one of the best defenses in the country in Manitoba. They're physical, um, they're fast, they swarm the football. So it'll be fun. You know, that interprovincial rivalry will be, will be a lot of fun at 1 o'clock local time on Saturday. So uh, it'll be great. The winner goes on to the national semifinal. Um, so, again, the big bad Huskies, I guess, are, are really favored. But Manitoba's got a really good defense, a really good defense. They'll keep this game hopefully low scoring, and that's their path to victory, run the football. Uh, my cousin Christine watching in Medicine Hat, she says, go Huskies. Tacona Pally watching in Winnipeg says, go Bisons. Donna Berger watching in Central Butte says, go Huskies. So everybody's into it, Moose. Um, mm -hmm. Where can they watch the game? CanadaWest.tv. Uh, you can watch it there online. I've heard in Manitoba, actually, I saw the tweet. There's going to be a couple of rinks, maybe on campus, different places where you can actually go into the rink, watch it on the Jumbotron and then stick around for the hockey game after. That's cool if you're in, in Winnipeg. Um, but you can also watch it on, um, I believe, Sastel has the game, Max, Bell MTS, Telesoptic TV. It's on regional cable all across Western Canada. So uh, check your local listings. You can't find it, CanadaWest.tv. Uh, well, if you are watching Game Plus television right now, whether it be Sastel Max, Telesoptic TV in Alberta and BC, right. Bell MTS in Manitoba, if you're watching it, on TV right now, this show, you will more than likely get that football game. Right? That's right. Okay. Yeah. From Steve-O's channel on YouTube says 35,000 to work 70 hours. Wowza. Bad. No, it was actually $30,000. It's on Three Down Nation right now. Chris Bird in King City, Ontario says Yates Cup to be broadcast on CHCH. So that is Hamilton and the home of the Dunkster, right? And also yep. uh, Bubba O'Neill. We got to get Bubba on leading up to the, to the Grey Cup. Approved. By the way, Saskatoon, the forecast tomorrow, partly cloudy and minus one Celsius, Moose. That That's ain't bad. bad. That's not bad. That's not bad. That's, That's not better bad. than the last game they played there. Didn't you do the, sen the semifinal? No, you're in Winnipeg. Where you were buried, I was in Winnipeg, but I've, I've done Hardy Cups, and it seems like they've been in Calgary forever. I've done them when they're minus twenty, minus fifteen, minus thirty during the week. It's been insane. For our American friends, the forecast for the game Moose will be broadcasting tomorrow is thirty degrees Fahrenheit. 
not the worst thing in the world. And the viewers want to know, Moose, what time's the game? 1 p.m. Central time. So for, uh, that's the Alberta, or sorry, the Manitoba and Saskatchewan time zones, 1 p.m. kickoff. Noon Mountain. Yeah. Two Eastern, yeah. Uh, From a Stamps fan watching Dougal Cameron says, I finally figured out the live chat, Rod. Old guy back in the chat saddle again. (laughs) Glad to have you, Dougal. And we've been talking to, well, we've been talking about every league here today, which is good on a Flame Tech Football Friday. Mm -mm -mm. We're going to get to the Taco Time comment of the week. We've decided who it is, by the way. Without you, Moose, the staff here, we all came up with the winner. We'll be announcing it in the last. I think you'll approve. I do think you'll approve. Um, I can't. I don't understand why people are arguing about Jeremiah Masoli being the starting quarterback for the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Now, listen, I don't necessarily get the love for Jeremiah Masoli, other than he throws for 300 yards plus every game, and he wins. So maybe, guys, I don't get the hate for Jeremiah Masoli either. But they're a perennially good team, and I just don't understand why people just got to pick, pick, pick. Ryan... In New York, says Rod, I'm curious to know if you could go back in time, which sports decade or era would you like to cover the most? Dude, I was adding this up the other day. I'm ashamed to say. I got into this gig real young, and my brothers will attest because they were there. I started on the air in 1988 when I was 16 years old, so I've covered the 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2010s, and now the 2020s. That's five decades right there that I've been on. What, What else would I want? And what decade? Okay, why don't you ask me which was my favorite decade, okay, (laughs) of the five? And I would say the 90s. And you get it, Moose. Yeah, I do. Wasn't it you that Jeff Odgers said was the best era to play in the NHL? And wasn't it you that he told that to, Jeff Odgers? Oh, yeah. Tell tell the viewers why Jeff Odgers said it was the greatest era. And I would say, for me, all the same reasons. But you go ahead. We're sitting around... I don't know what, what establishment we were in. We were having our post-game meal, and we were taught, you know, telling stories. And, yeah, he said he played in the best era of hockey. He said the money was just getting good. There was a role still for the enforcer. And there was no camera phones to pick up all the behavior on the weekends and on the nights in uh, Atlanta and wherever else he was playing, Denver and everywhere else. Like, right. He played in the best era. And for me, I was on the air calling CFL games, WHL games. There were no cell phones. The internet was just getting rolling. And it's the 90s. Uh, The money was never there in our industry, but it was just a lot of fun. And that guy that you are buzzing around there at the U of S with right now, Mike Jenkins, I remember when the internet first became a thing. We were working for the Regina Pats, and he's like, Rod, have a look at this. It's the internet. And I'm like, how do I type on it? I don't, we didn't quite know what a cursor was. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And Mike's like, no, no, Rod, get down. You need to click on this. Right. And that ear-piercing sound when you try to dial up to the internet. You know. And now I see people upset or people like you. Hey, Alexa, what's the temperature outside? 
Hey, Alexa, turn on my TV. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> Clark just said I just set up, set off everybody's TVs. Device, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tacona Pauly in Winnipeg says, Rod, who's your favorite all-time Steeler? Uh, it's Chase Claypool, then Heinz Ward, and then James Harrison. But I have absolutely no love for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I just like the gear, and I got it at one of our sponsors, Ultimate Fan Zone. Um, are you ready? The main of it! The Taco Time comment of the week. I see the guys let the cat out of the bag. <laughs> no, 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 it's fine, Clark. You already announced it. It's already up in the comment section. Well, put it back up. It's too late. John Ohm is our Taco Time comment of the week winner. Hey. And here it is. Why does no one know Taco Time's secret recipe? Because they keep it under wraps. Right? Uh, we'll be sending a $50 gift card out to you, John Ohm, in Winnipeg. <laughs> Jordan Ewart, one of our viewers on YouTube, says, even the WHL in the 90s was straight fire. Josh Holden was my guy, number 21. He was my guy, too. <laughs> I've got old. I used to have a handheld video cam that I used to take on the road and video post-game meals, pre-game meals, walks to the rink, bus trips. Josh was the star of it. First round pick of the Vancouver. He was always jumping in front of the camera and doing something really stupid. And I loved him for it. But when I see these, this is why I'm so ruined. And I, I don't understand how George Paris has the NHL director of officiating job, Darren. Because, like, the other night, who was it from Vancouver that got the two-game suspension for sw swinging a stick around and hitting the guy across it? Was it Tucker Pullman? I'm like, I think so. That was... Tuesday in the first period in the 90s. What do you mean? Right. We're suspending him for two games for this? In the 90s, you swing your stick and hit a guy right across the head. Well, is he bleeding? No. Shut up. Let's go. Drop the puck. Well, you, you talk about cancel culture or hockey culture. They would shut down the whole league if, heaven forbid, a fan got hold of a stick off the bench in the crowd. That was Saturday night in Winyard, you know, in the 90s. Some guys got a goalie stick off the bench with opposing teams, fans. It was the Wild West. Oh, everybody was, everybody was getting spit on. I was. The players, the coaches were. We had to restrain Rich Preston from going into the crowd one night in Seattle. It's funny because the rink right now, the Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, is where the Thunderbirds used to play. I will never forget it as long as I live. Pats and Thunderbirds, we met once a year. Why do these teams hate each other so much? Doesn't matter. The fans are pelting stuff at me. Some guy reaches over the glass, and they had really tall glass, like 10-foot glass behind the benches. Some guy dumps a beer on Rich Preston, our coach. Rich goes to the trainer, Torchy, give me a stick. <clears throat> Goes to climb the glass. Everybody grabbed Rich, pulled him down. The coolest man ever in the NHL. Andy Adams, our goalie. Where's my stick? Not that it really matters, but he went out to the top of the circles and fans were pelting him with hot dogs, nachos, 
Cokes, and he's standing there swatting them out of the air. Like, <laughs> it's the 90s and the dub. It was the greatest thing ever. Oh, sir. Why can't we go back to that? Steve-O's channel watching on YouTube says, uh, Rod was a vlogger. Oh, my God. I was so far ahead of my time, I thought I was behind. You know that, Moose. Well, what did they, you know, I can't imagine what the traditional media, which we have a lot of friends there, what, what they thought when Rod's got a, 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 a blog? What, what, what's a blog? <laughs> I know. Bless you, Rod. In like, 2006. We oh, used to man. shoot Pat's TV on that West Coast trip from the banks of the river that goes through Spokane, and we'd ship the tape back to Regina. It would air a couple days later. Oh, my God. We'd go on a dinosaur. Who we got next, Clark? Okay. All right. Sounds good. We're going to take a break. Uh, I don't Scott, see him yet. Okay. No problem. But we do need to break. So it's old time football here today. Oh, my God. Tacona Pally in Winnipeg says, hot tub time machine, Rod. LOL. Don't get me going about hot tubs. In Western Canada, in the Western Hockey League. Jasper, Banff, Radium Hot Springs. Days off. Expense accounts. Moose, we'll see you after the break. You still going to be there? If Scott's not here, I'll be here. Okay, it's a Flame Tech Football Friday. You're watching on the Game Plus Television Network, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Laid back and kicking it. Let's head back to the studio. Here's Rod. Welcome back, everybody. Flame Tech Football Friday continues. And before we bring in the Canada West Coach of the Year, his Huskies take on the Bisons in the Hardy Cup tomorrow, Scott Flory. I got to read this comment. The viewer in New York asked, what was my favorite decade to cover? And I said it's the 90s because it was just a gong show every night in the WHL and the CFL, for that matter. Jim McClarty writes in. He's watching from Ryerson University in Toronto. He says, when I worked with the Pats in 2000, we had a song we played for line brawls. Who let the dogs out? How times have changed. Let me go one further. First night of the Memorial Cup in 2001, we had a line brawl in the Memorial Cup. And we played that song. And Richard Dirksen, in the meeting, the ensuing meeting the next day, said, I don't know what I'm most bothered about. The fact that you had a line brawl in the Memorial Cup and started it. Or that you have a song just for line brawls. We never made it to the final of that tournament. But we're here to talk football. Uh, and I know Scott Flory could talk some 90s sports too as well. But his mind is on the Bisons and the Hardy Cup. And we, got, we meet again, Coach. Here it is. The next step on the ladder. How are the boys feeling in advance of the Hardy Cup tomorrow on your turf? Yeah, hey, Rod. No, I, uh, the boys are feeling good. Uh, I think... Um, you know, we've had a good week of prep here. We had a little bit of snow there early in the, the university. Just looking out over the field here, the university was working their butts off here all week and clearing it off, and it looks great and, and can't wait for tomorrow. Well, it's wild because I went to that Rams-Huskies game up there, and uh, it was a slow-moving game. The elements weren't great. It seems like you've been playing bad weather games all season. Like, you guys wouldn't even know what it's like to play in, in good weather, which I guess is a good thing. 
<laughs> we've had, yeah, we've had a couple uh, clear games, you know. But yeah, it, it you know it feels like there's a little bit of been wind. It's been it's been cold. It's been you know we haven't had a snow fest like I guess University of Manitoba and Alberta had last week. But uh, but our practices, this has been an amazing fall for us for practicing and everything. So hey, man, that that's just what it is. You got to play the elements, and and we we, we both got to play it. So we're looking forward to tomorrow. Well, there's less, absolutely no doubt. Um, but you mentioned the wind. I mean, that game against the Rams, the Rams held the lead for most of the first half. That seems so long ago to you. You probably, well, you would remember the game, but you're looking forward, not back. But my point is for tomorrow, I looked up mostly cloudy and uh, minus one. I don't know what the wind situation is. Like, are you the guy that would be look calling the airport for uh, the weather like Kenny Miller or Don Matthews? Or how, or how are you leading up to kickoff on the weather conditions? You know, it, it's it's one of those things where you you take a look early in the week and you just try to okay, what are we going to be you know long term kind of looking at because it, it does adjust a little bit of some of the things offensively and and defensively that we got to prepare for, make sure that our guys are prepared and ready for it. Um, for me and for us, we just want a clean, fast track, right? That that's what we want. We don't want to have to play in. Uh, heavy snow or rain or wind, but we'll do it and we'll adjust accordingly. Uh, so we take that long-term look and then uh, kind of set that plan in place with preparations for being able to adjust later in the week. Um, but the early predictions were it's actually been getting better and better throughout the week here. So, um, so yeah, I mean, the the wind, I mean, you go back to that Regina game, I think we had four turnovers or something and still ended up, you know, winning the game. It was one of those things where we don't want to deal or play in those. Sometimes, you know, teams do, uh, we will, but it's not something that we actually want to play in. We want a nice, clean surface, and because um, I, I think that really uh, shows the skill and and uh, of the teams. And um, it's to me, it's a it's just a cleaner, better game. Well, you know, in that last interview that you and I did, and what was that a month ago? You mentioned turnovers, and you said not to be hung up on them. That in hockey, uh, they turn over the puck every play. I was listening, Scott. Um, so. How do you preach ball security and how are you on the turnover thing in a football game? Clearly your team doesn't get rattled by them, but you don't want to do it. No, no, we don't. And we want as few turnovers as possible. I think that, you know, reference back to that Regina game. I mean, you got winds gusting up to 50, 60 K an hour. That's, that's pretty fast. So we work it every day, one day, two. Um, we're always preaching it. We're always talking about it. Um, you know, on the defensive side, it's more strip it, rip it, club it, get that ball out and, uh, you know, on the offensive side is how do we protect it? Because, I mean, if you boil it down, football is a game of keep away. Uh, it, it really is. So we got we to gotta keep it and, and keep moving forward. And the defense wants to get it and stop them from moving forward. So, it, you know, when you boil it down, it gets pretty simple. Um, but there's a lot of technique and then there's a lot of nuance to it. You are coming out of a six-game regular season, uh, beat UBC in the semifinal last week. What was your history with the Bisons this year and over the past couple of years? Yeah, no, they're, we got a ton of respect for them. And I, I, I think there's a lot more similarities than differences. Uh, when you look at teams, you know, sometimes there's, you know, they run a completely different structure or anything like that. Like, the, I think both of our teams are fairly, uh, fairly similar. Uh, I got a ton of respect for Coach Doby and, and how he runs his program. He's been there 20 some years or 25 years, something like that. Um, we had him actually out for a non-conference game uh, here early in, uh, in September. And and that was good. I mean, it was one of those where, you know, you're not going to gauge anything from that. We were we played our starters, I think, for the first quarter and then wanted to get everybody through, hadn't played football in a year and a half. Uh, you know, so there's a lot of a lot of factors there that we wanted to get in. Uh, and then we were out there, I think, week five uh, in our one regular season game was out there in, in Manitoba, and, and we won that game. Um, you know, it was tight. Uh, it, it really was. They're a good team, and 
Uh, we ended up, you know, cracking some stuff late here in, uh, in that game. But, um, you know, they deserve to be in this game. I think we deserve to be in this game. And it's, it's, it's going to be a really good football game tomorrow. So the two best teams. Just a couple last questions. Uh, your list of all-stars headed up by your quarterback, Mason Nias. Just, uh, he's old Mace. You always know where you're going to get out of him. He always delivers. Can you just talk about your crop of all-stars that you had in the season they had? Yeah, no, uh, those guys, uh, man, i just so so happy and so proud for them, right? Like, like, to get that recognition. They they understand, though, like, the one thing is I always preface this, like, this this doesn't guarantee us anything tomorrow. Like, we've got all-stars, you got all this kind of stuff. Um, you know, you still got to play the game, and it, it's a team game. Now, the, the better the teams, generally the better the players, right, obviously. But but it's one of those things where we know that we've got to show up and you can prove them right or you can prove them wrong. And, you know, just, just looking at from our quarterback and our offensive side of things and, um, you know, and all on the defensive side with the with the line of scrimmage and our linebackers. So we got we got a ton of guys, I think, that are worthy. If they're always recognized, you know, that that's nice to get that recognition. Uh, but each and every one of those guys would give it up in a, in a hiccup for uh, for a chance to, to win tomorrow and then also a chance to, uh, you know, play towards that Vanier Cup. We just want to keep uh, keep inching forward. And just a fun one uh, from Northside Yeg. A viewer watching on YouTube says Scott Flory is on the pink drink. I would think it's the uh, probiotic drink that I've lost forty five pounds. Yeah, I don't know if you've heard of pink drink. I'm oh, on it. I lost forty five. I don't. Uh, you probably did it the <laughs> hard way by working out and diet. I want to ask you how much you've lost, Scott. But people probably uh, talk to you every day. I, What's your secret? No, I don't think there is a secret. I just realized, I mean, it was a couple of years after playing where I'm like, okay, I'm not an offensive lineman anymore. I don't need to be carrying, <laughs> carrying weight. I mean, it's, it's just, man, keep working out, but work out a little bit differently. Uh, I'm not doing, you know, I remember the last time I racked 225 on the bench. I'm like, I'm done with this. I don't need to do this anymore. So uh, you work out differently, man. It's just, it's in and out. So you, you consume less and expend more. So um, yeah, just eat better and work out. You will love this. Andrew Green is sitting 25 feet from me. He, he can't hear what you're saying. So he's like, what do you hey, say? What do you say? What do you say? Drew looks good, man. Well, he looks show, good, baby. Look at this. And you just, you just feel better. I mean, especially as a big guy. They used to call it occupational hazard to be an offensive lineman, right? Because you have to carry 300 pounds to be able to do your job. Um, and I did it for a long time. And then, you know, sometimes those habits stick with you for a little bit. And then, you know, at some point you gotta, you gotta cut ties and sever the cord there and get back to being somewhat normal anyway. For sure. Everything's great. Scott, good luck tomorrow. We'll be watching. I appreciate all the time, man. Thanks Rod. Appreciate Appreciate everything you do. And, uh, yeah, I hope people get, get a chance to tune in and, uh, or come out there tomorrow. Yeah. Scott's doing. It's going to be a really good football game. Thanks coach. Purchase your tickets ahead of time from the Huskies ticket office, which is open now down at Griffith Stadium. Yeah, I let the cat out of the bag. Uh, I'm going to do a sports update when we come back. We're going to be joined by Andrew Green, another Hall of Famer who I will never forget the story, watching a football life on my buddy Dan Marino. And they're showing on the Dolphins bus. And I'm like, I know that guy sitting across from Dan Marino. It was this guy. So we'll talk about that. We got a lot to get through with Andrew Green here. 
But first, a sports update on this Flame Tech Football Friday. The Winnipeg Jets have a chance to make up for last night's 2-1 loss in Edmonton. The Jets are in Vancouver tonight to play the slumping Canucks in one of just two games on the NHL slate. Seattle hosts the Colorado Avalanche in the other game. A quick turnaround for the Toronto Raptors. The Raps are in Sacramento tonight for their third game of a six-game roadie. Toronto lost 119-103 in Utah last night to remain winless on this trip. The Montreal Alouettes have plenty of incentive to close out their regular season with a win over the Ottawa Red Blacks tonight. The Owls have clinched a playoff spot but need both a victory over Ottawa and a Hamilton loss to Saskatchewan to host the Eastern semifinal. And the Edmonton Elks visit the BC Lions in a game between two teams already out of postseason contention. Nine o'clock Central on TSN. This sports update for dubnetwork.ca, your number one source for Western Hockey League breaking news and analysis. And for Ben Cahoon's G2G Protein Bars, now with eight amazing flavors, check them out at g2gbars.ca. And RP Show viewers get 20% off with the promo code RP Show. Andrew Green, former Seahawk, Dolphin, Rough Rider Argo, Bomber. <laughs> Did I get them all? Joins us next. Seattle, Miami. I said Dolphins and Seahawks. I forgot the Jags. Jackson, Jackson. Jackson, the Jags. Oh, see how this interview is going great already. Andrew Green has a very special message as well when we come back on a Flame Tech Football Friday on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Oh, yeah. He's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome back. It's a Flame Tech Football Friday, everybody, here on the RP Show. We got a very special guest. We got to go to the two shot now. Get this guy on camera. Because as he said, hey, hey, hey. he always looks good. But hey, especially lately. You are looking good. You know, maybe it's not only the black that I'm looking really slender, but, you know, I have actually, it is all under here, you know. <laughs> it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, this guy, I got to say, very, kind of a trivia question. There aren't a lot of guys that have been drafted in both the NFL draft and the CFL draft. You know that, right? There's not that many. Or in your time, there weren't that many. Mm-hmm. Uh, drafted by the Miami Dolphins, drafted by the Saskatchewan Rough Riders in, I think, the same year. No, the year No, before. 94 Riders, 95 yeah. Dolphins. Yeah. Went on to an NFL career with the Miami Dolphins, Jacksonville Jaguars, Seattle Seahawks, and then uh, Rough Riders, Blue Bombers, and Argos. Yeah, yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah. Don Matthews. That's right. You liked him. A lot of guys don't. I like you... Don, man. I didn't mind Don. Yeah. You know, you know I know he was um, on his way out. He was at the end there, but, you know, he was a uh... – I liked him, man. We got along – he signed you because he knew what he was getting in you. Of course. A worker and an all-star. Yeah, yeah he also, when he talked to me on the phone, too, he said they had a, they had a rookie um, that they were getting ready to start um, that week because um, who, who went down? It wasn't, say, it wasn't the center, um, whatever. Um, Gosh, if I know. Jude St. John? No, no, Jude was the center. Um, uh, anyway, they didn't want to really start him. They weren't really quite confident, so they called me on Sunday. I flew out on Wednesday. Um... Practice Thursday. No, practice Wednesday, Thursday. Um, flew out to Calgary Friday, started Saturday. Right. <laughs> that wasn't a great year for the Argos, as I recall. No, no, it was not, man. No, it was. You know what? I kind of thought they may have had a chance of doing something. You know, it's the East, right? It's 
it's you know what to say about the East, right? You know, it's the least. Yeah, 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 the, yeah. We we know what the, what we think of the East down out here in the West, but as far as football goes by, not as far as everything. Yeah. He's else. from Pickering, Ontario. Yeah, by the yeah, way. Just yeah. Putting that I, I went there. to high school out there, of course. Yeah, right? you know, and um, I figured, well, you know, I've you know I've been this here before. We could probably make a run for this Grey Cup, and when we went there, and you know, after being in the league for so long, and you know, I'm running around on one day, giving it all I have, and the plays they were calling to me didn't make sense, and just to set up and any of that stuff, I was, it was, it was, I was like, they're not trying to win. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. you know I, mean, I know the guys wanted to win, but I don't, I didn't, a lot of the stuff Look, didn't make sense to me. And so I was like, you know, yeah. Let's talk about happy stuff. Talk Be- to me. Before we talk about radon gas, which is why you're yeah, here. Yeah, talk to me. Talk to me about Dan Marino. I, I got photos. I was just at a game with Dan Marino yeah. in Miami a couple Did months ago. Him? Yeah, he said to say, hey. To you. Okay. What was it like? Nothing you remember, really. I bet you don't remember. I'm, I, ned- I did not talk to Dan Marino. I'm joking. Ah, well, but you okay. did sit across the bus from him. I saw it with my own eyes. Oh, yeah, eye. yeah. It's in the book. I got the book. He's the man, huh? Yeah, man. He's really cool. He's really good. Um, he was a good quarterback then. Obviously, no everyone knows how his history and everything, how he was. <laughs> but as a person, individual, well, too, he was actually, he's actually a really good person. You know, um, you know, he's a quarterback. You know, he's... He knows what he's, he does and everything. He's like confident. That. Yeah, 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 confident. Exactly. I like that confident, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he's you know, but he, he's he's Dan. You know, that's yeah, that's the man, the right? Man. So yeah, that's the man. So no, but you know, he took care of his guys and you know, and took us out and whatever you know. Well, we don't get a lot of NFL vets come through the bunker here, so I just want to ask you this because I am going back to Miami here and everywhere. You know what it's like down there. You spend enough time there playing with the mm-hmm. Dolphins. It's all anybody yeah. wants to talk about is the Miami Dolphins, whether oh. they're winning or they're losing, and they're mostly losing. Yeah. You know that. Oh, yeah. What's oh, the yeah. problem? I don't know, man. It just – I don't know. I mean, even though, you know, it's, it's, it's like trying to get over that. I mean, we made the playoffs a couple of times, you know, when I was there. And, you know, it's – I don't know. It, it's so hard. You know, a lot of people don't realize it's not easy getting to that, getting to the top and, you know, you know, for a Super Bowl or a Grey Cup. It's, it takes a lot of work. And even in this league, you know, with a, a league of, what, nine teams, you know, it's, yep. <laughs> it's still just as hard. It doesn't mean you're going to repeat the next year. And, you know, it's, it, it's hard to get there. And what Miami problem is, it's, it's a lot. I mean, is it, it's, it's a free agency? Maybe, you know, I mean, they don't have enough players or the, the proper players or whatever it is. It's finding that chemistry, you know, the quarterback can't stay healthy, you know. Um, I don't know. Man. I know when I go, and it's funny you say that because I heard Kim Bo Campers on sports radio down there, the former Dolphin. He yeah. said all the same things you are. Yeah. He's like, I can't figure it out. They can't tackle, they can't block, they can't make catches. I'm like, I could have said that on the radio. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, there's no consistency. I mean, the yeah. thing, the thing with um, with teams, you know, there needs to be some consistency, especially when you're winning, right? You know, you can't, you know, consistently not turn the ball over, right? So just consistently, you know, you know, win your one-on-one battles and, you know, and play. You know, it's it's those things, and it, they're not not consistent. You know, and to, to get at the top and to have that killer instinct to like, I'm gonna I'm gonna get you down. I'm gonna keep it down, and I'm keep it down, you know, until until we're done, you know what I mean? And just show the dominance over people. And, you know, that's what I like to see, you know, in, like in play, individual play with people and team especially. You know, that's kind of how I like to play. For sure. Because you've been on winning teams too. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. So let me ask you this. Mm. We got one week left in the regular season in the CFL, then it's playoff time and mm. great cup in Hamilton. When you get the snow starts flying, do you think about being out there? 
Do you, do you remember your times in great playoff runs? You must. You know what, man? You know, people ask, you know, one of the coldest games. You know, I remember one of the coldest games is when I first came up here um, when we went that great cup. 97. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, uh, I went to Winnipeg. We went to Winnipeg, right? And I, it was, and that's why I went up. It's always colder. It's, it's the coldest place in Canada, I, I, I believe it. Right, you know, it it was so cold there. We got out by the time we got off, we, we got out of the locker room, anthem played, you know, and kickoff, right? Did a play, came out for a drink of water, the bottle was frozen. Of course. Frozen. I couldn't get any water out of it. I, I, it's like, well, not like I was sweating anyway, you know, but you know, it was cold. That was one of the coldest places. So do I like playing in the cold? I'm not a cold guy, I'm a warm body person. Right, definitely like the, like the heat, you know. Miami. Oh well, yeah, I like I love the heat. I I, li- right. I love even now my house keeps stays like thirty um seventy three to seventy five. You know I keep it right. keep it tropic. You know the wife hates it, but you know. But anyway, but she's a cold weather gal. She's from Glen Avon. From Glen Avon. Yeah, I just heard that. Yeah. By the way, for those that don't know, this guy sitting to my right, your left, is a four time CFL All Star, three time Most Outstanding Lineman, a Hall of Famer. Man, you're not wearing your rings. Do you ever wear your rings, your Hall of Fame ring? No, you know, you don't. No, I didn't have them. I do wear them every so often, just many occasions, you know. I mean, trying to keep things simple, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but, yeah, I do, um, I do have them. Well, speaking of your house, mm. is it all radon-proofed? Radon-proof, it's, I have very low um, radon level. Um, it's, it's That's 50, why he's here, folks. Yeah, it's 50 and below, right? It's, it's definitely 50 and below. Um, I'm much more educated about it now since I've been involved. I, um, we have a walkout basement, and you know it's pretty well ventilated and everything like that. And and I I I get it tested. I have a long term get a long term test kit and put it down there. And um, so those things do help keep the levels of radon down low in your home. Mine is below 50, which is um, really it's really good, right? Um, we'd like to get it down. You know, it's, it's not. It's not bad at all. And that was also in the kids' room. I also test the kids' room because they're sleeping in there eight hours a day. Right? I took a fast off-ramp. I should tell the folks that Drew, along with some other CFLers, is a spokesperson for Tackle Radon. It's a radioactive gas that comes from the breakdown of uranium, mm-hmm. which I didn't know till you told me about it a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And that where we live out here on the prairies is... Hot spot. Like, yeah. Hot, really yeah, hot. So you kind of out getting the message out to test your homes because it causes cancer. It's caused lung cancer. Like, um, yeah. So a lot of people don't know um, radon is the second leading cause of um, lung cancer, right? Um, and obviously smoking is number one, right? So it's the number two leading cause of lung cancer. So a lot of people aren't aware of that. And being in Saskatchewan, we are in a hotbed. Um, the Perry provinces, Manitoba, Alberta as well, right? With, based on what the uranium that's um, based in our soil. Right, so it's definitely a hot spot here um, in the province, and every home, building, anything that's in contact with the ground has um, some level of radon in it. How much it is, you don't know unless you test. Right, it's the you need. Um, we, we're um, radon campaign. November is um, radon um, radon month. Right, it's it's, um, it's deemed that now as well. Um, so there's awareness all across. I guess definitely here in Saskatchewan, across um, the provinces as well too. And um, we just want to let people aware of this deadly, um, deadly gas. It's a breakdown. It comes into your home through cracks um, in your basement, some pumps, whatever, whatever it is, right? Um, and it builds up. It builds up in your home. Um, 
a lot of people don't know that since 2013, I want to say in Saskatchewan, I want to say 2012 in Canada, but 13 was adopted in, in Saskatchewan. Don't, you know, I'm not a dictionary, so I don't know. So, um, but anyway, um, every home and building, when they're, you know, when they're being built, it has to be plumbed, ready for radon gas. Right? Every new home since 2012 and 13 has to be plumbed for radon gas. It's, it's, it's mandated now. So um, a lot of older homes um, before that weren't plumbed for that. It wasn't really recognized, right? It comes into your home, it builds up, and the only way to get rid of it, you have to um, get, um, go to a radon mitigator um, <clears throat> that knows how to you know, detect where the gas is coming right. from and get rid of it. Right? Um, a lot of older homes, um, I would say, with cracks in your know, basement walls and stuff like that are a lot more susceptible to that as well, too, right? Right. And you mentioned the kit and testing. Um, you can go right to the website, tackleradon.ca. Where's the camera at? Yeah, or your <laughs> test Tackleradon.ca, there it is. Yeah, it's inexpensive. Tackleradon.ca. You can do the test yourself, right? Yeah. It, you know, it comes, you know, it's an it's a alpha kit. You know, it's um, recommended by Health Canada. You know, um, it's it's really small. It looks like those old school um, 35 millimeter cases, you know. But um, um, SR, SRC Saskatchewan Research, Research Council is um, is one that produces this kit, right? So buying a test test kit actually does support local as well too. So um, you put the kit um, in a ba- in say a section of your house, you know, basement where you know um, where you spend at least four hours of your day. You know, um, I put it in the kids' room. I know they're there eight hours a day and. I know the basement's pretty ventilated as well, and after three, you know, follow the instructions on it. Um, you um, you'll you'll send the instru- send it in. Um, they'll send you reminders after three months for you to mail it back. It comes with also a return package as well for for mail. So you'll get the you'll get it mailed to you, and you get a return mail package. It's um the test kit comes with three months, and you also get the results um calculated as well. Um, and that's usually that comes to all the price of sixty five dollars plus tax, right? So that's really, really cheap, right? It's a way to protect your family, um, your home, your kids. Um, it's you know, it's one of the things I would say one of the impact that um that really shook me when I when I first got into it involved around three years ago. This is year three now. Met a met a gal um, at the Radon conference in Saskatoon. Her name was Rachel Melbeck. I think it's a female hockey player. I can't yep. remember her name um, from the U.S. And she had she was diagnosed with stage four lung cancer um, at 33. Right? She was an Olympic hockey player, athlete, getting ready for um, run the marathons and stuff like that, and wasn't sure. Never smoked. Wasn't sure exactly how she contracted lung cancer. She went back and tested her home, um, her home where she grew up in with her parents. And then, and which was really high levels. And then she went and tested the home she was in with her kids, also had high levels too. So she was constantly breathing that in. She had stage four lung cancer at 30. You know, I mean, obviously, imagine, you know, just, I can, obviously, it wasn't her fault. Nobody knew anything about it. Time out. You want me to call time out? <laughs> no, no, you're good. But <laughs> yeah, and um, you don't it, want that to happen to our viewers. No, so. no, exactly. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm protecting my family, you know, I've, I've, I've protected everyone in, in my family or it's close circle, I've made aware of, or alumni association, friends, and I'm here in the community, I've, Saskatchewan has been really good to me, right, and whatever, and everyone knows I'm still involved in the community, and this is just another way of letting everyone, uh, raising awareness of, um, of getting, you know, getting tested. Tackleradon.ca. We do have to break, but Drew, always yep. good seeing you. Yep. Thanks for spreading the word. No problem. We're going back to Saskatoon with the Moose when we come back. Take care of some business. Final segment of a Flame Tech Football Friday is next on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. 
Have you subscribed to The Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You got something to say? You want to add to the show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. Welcome back, everybody. Flame Tech Football Friday rolls into the final segment, and it's been fantastic. A lot of Hall of Famers on here. And uh, before we go any further, if you're ready for this, Clark, we have some business to take care of. Landmark Cinema is telling you that in theaters now, if you're looking for something to do, and I know some people very excited about this, experience Ghostbusters Afterlife on the big screen at Landmark Cinemas of Canada for movie lovers. Tickets on sale now. You can purchase them at LandmarkCinemas.com. Do we have the poster or no? We don't have the poster. Okay. This week we do not, but I was... Just at a buddy's place last weekend, he actually had a Ghostbusters mural up on the wall. I was like, oh, big Ghostbusters fan? Jeff's his name. And he's like, yeah, I already got my tickets for next weekend. So order yours in advance. Don't be disappointed. LandmarkCinemas.com. Experience Ghostbusters Afterlife on the big screen. That's where you need to do it. Let's bring the moose back in from the Huskies locker room in Saskatoon. I can't imagine the buzz around you, Darren. What's going on? It seems very quiet and calm where you are. I'm sure it's a madhouse well, around you. They're going to hate me, but just show you. They're set up there. That's going to be the press conference for the Hardy Cup. So Brian right. Doby's flown in, the coach of the Bisons. All the media is going to be here. It's going to be awesome. Um, so that's happening right away here at 2 o'clock. So the press conference is happening. Then, then they're going to flood this room, kick us out, and get into their meetings and everything else that they do to get ready for the game. All right. Week 11 of the National Football League, as always, Darren comes up with his three top picks plus Nelson's prop bet of the week. I can't uh, wait to see what you have for week 11 betting tips in the National Football League. You might not like this, but uh, if we can, we're going to have to do a swap here on the graphics, but we'll get it up uh, for Bet Regal. I've got Houston to cover over Tennessee. Look at Houston is one of those teams that's been a player two away from being in some games and Tennessee has been fortunate. My Titans have been fortunate to play here, play there. They got fortunate on a pass interference call against new Orleans. They've got fortunate in overtime against Seattle, the interception against Indy. I think Houston keeps it close. I don't think they win. They'll cover the 10 point spread. I like Miami against the jets. I don't know if Joel Flacco is going to start for the jets or who it's going to be, but I like Miami uh, at three and a half. And I like Seattle because Arizona, I think Kyler Murray is still questionable. DeAndre Hopkins is still questionable. So today at, at two points, I like Seattle to cover that. I think Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll coming off that loss in, in, uh, in Green Bay, they kept it close defensively, played well. The offense will get going. His fingers will be a little bit healthier. So those are my three picks this week. And Nelson's prop pick is Joe Flacco over 0.5 interceptions. So he thinks that Joe Flacco is going to have at least one interception in that game against the Miami Dolphins. So there you go. All for BetRegal.net. And you know what? If you have a big weekend successfully betting for free at BetRegal.net with the Play Sportsbook, you could still win on our BetRegal.net 
Build Your Bank Challenge. For those that accumulate the most bet regal points this month, you can win two tickets to the Grey Cup in Hamilton or two premium tickets to the game of your choice in the 2022 CFL season. BetRegal.net. Join now and play for free. There you go. Nice graphic there. BetRegal, the exclusive betting partner of the Rod Peterson Show and the Canadian Football League. Uh, I will mention that this is Taco Time Viewer Takeover. We did award earlier on to John Ohm, Ohm of Winnipeg, the comment of the week. We'll be shipping out a $50 gift card to John Ohm in Winnipeg for the comment of the week. And as I tell you, we're getting a lot of business done here. Darren, you want to stick around uh, and be listening for the MySask 411 Business of the Week? What the heck? Why not? Yeah. Bugsy's Irish Pub. Bugsy's Irish Pub is the MySask 411 Business of the Week. If you're looking for a pub to kick back, relax, and enjoy yourself, visit Bugsy's Irish Pub in Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. Half-price appetizers every day from 3 to 6 p.m., a staff that makes you feel at home, and TVs with your favorite sports are always playing. Find them at MySask 411 today. We'll be hitting them up tomorrow before the Pats and the Warriors, Saturday afternoon in Moose Jaw, Bugsy's Irish Pub. Download the MySass 411 app. It's a phone book in your hand. Great restaurants and businesses all on there, courtesy Direct West and MySass 411. We're in the final minute, Moose, final minute of Flame Tech Football Friday. How excited are you for the Hardy Cup tomorrow? we got 30 seconds. I'm really excited. I can't wait. It's going to be fun. This field is awesome. It's playoff football. Thanks. Great job up there. Have a ball, and we'll see you Monday, Moose. See you Monday from curling. Have a safe flight. Noon Eastern here on Game Plus TV. Truth's in the coffee. It's truth serum. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.